Yellow. Hey, man. Yellow. We lost the whole last episode. What, what did we do last episode? I remember we got to the house. Um, I tricked a photographer dude. Well, I pretended to be a photographer and tricked some one of the guards. Um, and then we got to the other house with all of the people, like all of the ghosts in it. Yeah. And we hid behind the door as somebody sort of busted in because we had a really crappy starting position. Um, and then we walked. Oh, I remember. We got sent to like the basement or something. And the leader, like the head dude in charge was like, I don't know you. And that's where we ended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, extra things, I guess, to cover in there. Um, the vampire Lord Skurlock offered to help you. Yes. Uh, with uh, making sure your ghost friends are safe from mm-hmm. ghost powers. I kept calling him not, not Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, the other person that name escapes me currently. Um, Rigby. Rigby helped you guys out with the with the flamethrower and like a lightning thing. Uh, and then Telda offered the help of a, a scientist who can uh, essentially put spirits into machines. <clears throat> um, but your goal was to go there and get back the stuff. Uh, oh yeah and we had determined that more than likely um the thing that was controlling all of those ghosts was potentially in a centralized location that we could destroy yeah so i remember that was one of the things that we were looking for and then we got like sent to the the big dude's basement yeah Uh, so you re-describe what's in front of you uh there was an elevator behind you, and that has since disappeared. Um, and in front of you are these giant metal rings uh, around like a pool of some sort of liquid. And uh, the rings are like brass and silver. And uh, inside of the rings, sitting in the liquid, uh, there's a purple like creature with like wings and horns and like uh various like spikes different things and his facial features are very like demon-esque uh and uh yeah as you entered the room he looked at you and said i don't know you and made the, the elevator disappear and it's as if the creature in the pool is examining you like walking around you but he's not moving at all but you feel like the disorienting like nature of like someone walking around you, like circling you, mm-hmm. uh, just like in the air, I guess. Uh, and yeah, it just feels like he's like hovering around the room, but clearly isn't moving. Um, and uh, he looks and uh, the little orb that is a uh, man is blinky starts to glow. Uh, mm like really bright and uh and the the notebook glows like a, a orangish hue and uh you feel for a brief second both you and cricket as if someone is in the space between you and then you hear a voice 
say, I'll explain later. And both of the lights go out. Hmm. Uh, awesome. And uh, yeah. Um, and now you're in the room with this creature. Uh, what do we what do we want to do? So you said the lights out and the creature in the middle in the liquid is demonic. Yes. It's a demon. That is correct. Cool. I have a demon bane charm. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to hold on to that cricket and say like cricket, stay near me. Let's, let's stay next to this charm because he's not going to like this. Uh, But yeah, I have a demon bane charm and I'm going to say to Mr. Demon, uh, we don't know you either, but I think you have something that belongs to some friends of ours and we'd like them back. What is it you're willing to offer? Your life. Cool. <laughs> uh, at that, the rings start to like spin around this like pool uh, and uh, you appear in the center hallway where you originally were. Uh, mm-hmm. by the stairs and uh the person in the purple like s- the purple skin person in the suit is there again this sounds like oh. a, f- a fair trade and uh he offers you the two items just know i'll be in touch uh, huh. and uh hand you you know the chess set and the clock that i don't trust that not even a little bit but i'm gonna take them and uh that, that's uh, scary that's holy crap okay pretty much it uh and he's just standing there and he says you're free to leave i hope my people have not caused you any trouble no not at all uh not any more than us having to you know come and collect my friend's items um it's fine i can we see winky and buck in here uh no um winky and buck are at uh your original They're house. at our place. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, so I'm going to stash the items very securely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't, I kind of want to leave as soon as possible because I don't know if that thing is going to chase me. They, uh, yeah, I'm good to go. They, um, as you're like leaving, they sort of walk to ensure that the door is closed. They walk like really far behind you so that you feel comfortable going out of the door and uh as they're slowly closing the door they say just know we both want the same thing huh and uh, we'll see and the door closes and uh there is uh right outside the door there is the uh the people that uh are responsible for like spying on the house that you're you went to uh-huh. And uh, also the person who took the thing out of the locker, um, as well as the person who you think you were on the phone with for some reason. And uh, right. all of them are lying dead in front of the house. And uh, you you think, for, for some reason, you're thinking in your head that this is some sort of show of good faith. But it doesn't make sense that you're thinking that it feels as if, like, the thought has been put in your head. Yeah, this is not a... And, uh... This is a trap. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, beyond that, your walk out of there is pretty uneventful. And, uh, where do you go from there? Hmm. Maybe the bar near the house? Okay. 
because I don't know that I want to go to the, I don't know. I don't know that I want to go to the house itself yet because I don't trust these people. Okay. Uh, the bar is, you know, busy as it always is. Uh, the tavern keep Rigby is running around like a madman because he's short that person who quit uh, the last time you were there. Uh, and uh, he just hands you the key to the back room and uh, <laughs> says, I, I don't have time to go back there. That you, you're, you, you just go ahead. Uh, Thanks, Rigby. And, uh, uh, as we're like on our way back to the uh, room, I assume we're like, you know, shuffling along and uh, Cricket's going to yell like past Brody. Like, but I wanted a drink. <laughs> um, That's all. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As you unlock the door, there is uh, the same room that you were in before, uh, and uh, inside is uh, Lord Skurlock. Oh. Um, he is a very tall person, um, and uh, his like energy is like. You can feel it in the air, like when you reach out to like touch the ghost fields. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's like that feeling. And for cricket, it's like static, like like the air is like charged with like you know electricity, and you can just feel it emanating off this person standing in the room. Uh, he is well dressed in you know his finest clothes. Um, and he has accents of red everywhere. Uh, and he says, you're back. Yeah, how, we're back. How did your trip go? Too well, actually. Much too well. Um, so I I want to show the items to, to Lord Spurlock. Um, we got everything for Winky, Blinky, and Buck. But it was almost, it felt like it was too easy. So... I don't know. I have trust issues. And there was like this demon guy, um, horns, spikes, wings. Do you know anything about a creature like that? It's a demon. What color was it? The demon was purple, right? Am I tripping? Yeah. The de was the demon purple or was the guy in the suit purple or was it both? Both. Someone both. purple. <laughs> it was both? Okay, yeah. So the demon was purple. Ah, stealing spirits. Purple. Yeah, there was a lot of captive spirits there. I had heard when the initial cataclysm occurred that there was demon in search of harnessing enough power to control the spirits that were not in control of themselves. Mm. There are darker, harsher spirits that only intend harm. The spirit wardens normally deal with them, but this demon thought that with the right tools that they could control them all. But it doesn't line up in terms of taking your spirits that have free will and are not seeking to harm people. True. In, unless it was stake, unattended, unintended result of something. I, I'm, I'm going to have to go to my study and research. I'll be able to give you more information. Yeah. I mean, let me know what you find, you know? But uh, I... I came to give you these, and uh, Skurlock has the notebook and the orb. Huh. Uh, and, uh... So, so did you take them when we were in the... that demon's chambers? 
Yes. Like, did you summon them? I came and collected them. Cool. Thank you. Because I was 99% sure dude was going to try and take them. I don't know what his plan was and did not look at him. Some of them can control you based on seeing them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a concern. Because I, I got a really good eyeful and earful, actually. I threatened him. <laughs> I think the charm that you have saved you well that's a good thing i'll keep that on me at all times because the last thing i need is demon problems i also came because what you're involved in leads me to larger concerns for all of dusk do tell the spirits have been disappearing from where they belong for quite a while and as a vampire to aid spirits and people other things to reach life everlasting spirits are a necessity and i have noticed quantity of them declining very fast well i have an idea of where at least some of them are they're with that demon guy they're all in his place or at least a good chunk of them but if if spirits are disappearing from all over the place, I don't know. I don't think, did dude have that many spirits? Because his house would have been choked with them. I don't. From, I guess from what you saw in the house, there are quite a lot in there, but not enough to warrant the idea that there are like, all the spirits in the area are there. Right. Like, he had a lot, but he didn't have that many, which leads me to believe that Maybe he's not the only one collecting spirits. What if there's like, I don't know, this is probably just me being paranoid, but like, what if there's a war Mm. like between these demons or whatever the hell? Because what are they amassing all of these spirits for? Mm, I don't know. Whatever it is they're doing this for, it's got to be some sort of insidious because that's just unnecessary. Enslaving any other being for the sake of personal gain is ridiculous. Uh there is this feeling of like being at sea that like washes over both of you mm. uh, and uh Skurlock's eyes like narrow and he puts his hands out and you see like the electricity around you like these like purpley demon claws it's like touching the area around you uh and uh you hear the purple suited dude's voice again, like in your own voice talking in your head. Hmm. I would never enslave any. I seek for them not to be enslaved. That's counterintuitive, bro. And uh, that the voice and feeling goes away. And Skurlock uh, pulls uh, like a pin from his uh, like jacket and hands it to Cricket and says... You do not have a demon charm. Now you do. And he hands you the pin and says, keep it with you because your energy is fixed. He can reach out to you. He can reach out to Brody as well. Wait, what does the pin do? Uh, it's a demon bane charm. Oh. Uh, it just, I... demons don't want to interact with you if you have one. <laughs> wow. Uh, th- 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 thank you. Kind of pinned it on me, I guess. And uh, as you're doing that, uh, he 
whole room rocks and uh, bottles are falling off the shelf and uh, the door flies off the hinge and uh, people are running and scattering out of the out of the tavern and you can hear them screaming and shouting outside of the door. Skurlock is gone the instant it happens and uh, you can hear his voice but every time it's in different places throughout the tavern and sometimes it's like echoing from outside and uh he's mostly just yelling to people to go that way is what he's saying uh what are we doing in response to this Hmm. the door flies off the hinges because people are running or it flies off the hinges because someone is coming in uh no one is there uh it I don't think that you would think it's necessarily a result of, like, the panic, but, like, that the whole, like, building itself shook and shifted and, like... Oh, right. True. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I kind of want to see what people are running from. All right. Are you going, I guess, into the tavern? Is there... From this back room, is there an exit to outside or no? Uh, so if you go... Yeah, so you're in, like, the storage area, so you'd have to go out and into the kitchen, and then there's a way out, Uh, and then outside of the kitchen, there's the main, like, area and the main entrance door. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Cricket? Because I do want to see what people are running from, but also I kind of want to get Winky, Blinky, and Buck reunited and free and see if maybe they have more information about where the spirits are all going. I think that's the priority is working as, you know, giving them their things back, freeing them, and then, you know, they can use their ghostliness to achieve the second goal. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, okay, so you want to head out the kitchen and just depart from the tavern? Yeah, as we're leaving the kitchen, are there any, like, snacks? Yeah, I'd love to indulge... Well, I don't know if I can indulge my vice, but I, mean, I would I would like to. I guess to. you're just going to be cheeky and like grab a chicken leg off something if you can. Or just like grab some sort of snack yeah. Yeah. on our way out. Just, can I we make a sandwich? <laughs> yeah. Do they have peanuts? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's I think there's like stuff that was being made by Rigby for like a couple tables that's back there. And yeah, I'm just gonna Rigby grab, has like, just like dropped that and went to help people get out of there. I mean, I'm gonna grab a basket of fries, you know, just yeah. salty, crispy. I'll toss. I don't know. I'll I'll pay for it or whatever. But yeah, I'm gonna take some fries. No, I won't be paying for it. <laughs> okay, grab- never mind. We're not. We're not paying. We're gonna just grab them and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to steal a snack. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you exit the back door, um, the like sky above is, uh, I guess, a, a, a interesting question. Um, do you think that either of your characters were alive when the cataclysm happened? Um, How long hmm. ago was that? It, what is math? Uh, like somewhere around 25 years. Mm, no, I picture Cricket like young 20s. 
Okay. Brody. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me look at Brody's backstory real quick. Yeah, no. No, Brody wouldn't have been alive either. Okay. Uh, I was I was going to say this I looks... mean, maybe he was alive, but I don't think he could have been more than maybe three. Okay. That's fine. Uh, yeah, they, uh, the sky looks like it did during the cataclysm that, you know, sun essentially went out and um it has a very similar look to that and uh oh, you dear. hear like on a speaker phone like megaphone style talking to pretty much everyone in the city uh uh hold on let me let me think Ugh. you hear a voice you know speaking over these like speakers the reconciliation is here please stay inside and uh, in, like, looking out of this, like, little alleyway that you're in behind the thing, passing one of the, like, streets is, like, I would liken it to, uh, like, a, uh, what is a good comparison? Oh, man. It's like a, like a giant robot. That's, that's the best way to put it. Oh, um, lovely. And uh, it's, you know, it's gold and... Uh, but then there's like these like uh plate glass panels and uh you can see inside it's like glowing this bright like neon color uh and it shifts colors constantly um and it's just marching down the street and uh the voice repeats that uh every few minutes it's saying the reconciliation is here please stay inside uh, i knew there was a war coming <laughs> okay so there's a giant mecha or mech so that's cool um ghosts first or mech first um okay so part of me still says ghost first yeah because maybe they can help with the mech issue yeah and to be honest we're closer to the house than we are to the mech currently so okay yeah so still ghost chugging along going to see our boys the goat the the mech said to stay inside anyway so i guess it just seems like we're going inside yeah yeah we're just following orders right exactly <coughs> okay well you get back to the house and uh, there is uh, nothing uh, amiss as far as you can see from the outside uh, do we just go into the house mm -hmm. Can we be, like, extra cautious as we go into the house? Yeah, like a sneaky sneak. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so you enter the house uh, quietly, and uh, Blinky appears before you and says, I'll search the house for Winky and Buck. You stay here just in case you have to leave. Uh, okay. And Blinky mm. disappears and is just... Shooting through rooms. Good morning, everybody. Hey, quick pause. Um, are we recording? And is is it registering? Yes, cool. both and both. Just want to make sure. But um, we got the uh the loud <laughs> the loud microphone falling. Oh, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. darn. It's unplugged my computer, and then I've had it plugged in this whole time, but it wasn't plugged in. Good, good. So now it is. Uh, anyway, um, 
yeah, Blinky's shooting through rooms going all over the place. And you just see like flashes of, you know, Blinky passing through the hallway and through rooms. And uh, he, uh, he comes back and says, Winky and Buck are here. They're hiding. That makes sense. And uh, he says, I think if you announce that you're home and that you have the items, maybe they'll come out. But they don't know that you're here. Oh, I see. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I can I <clears throat> let me see. Can I attune to them? Yeah. 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 I want to try that and see if I can find them so I can, you know, go and say hello rather than shouting because I don't know how well that'll work. Brody. Hey, uh, attune. Okay. I'm going to just roll it. Yeah. I got a four. Well, yeah. Uh, as you, uh, you know, reach out to them, uh, at first it feels like they're not there and then then it starts to like settle in and uh both winky and buck appear in front of you but they look worried and uh they sort of point uh to like the uh area around you and uh again you see those like you know like purpley claws scratching at the edges around you and uh Mm. they look and Essentially, they're like apprehensive to approach you, uh, and they're kind of just like hovering in front of you. Are are you okay? Yeah, we're. Are you guys okay? We we got your items here. Here, have your items. Uh, they both take the item, and as they grab the item, they feel like this relief. It looks like, and then Buck looks at both of you, and. Uh, uh, says i think that'll be quite enough and uh the purple like demon claw things that were surrounding you kind of dissipate into like this like mist and the window opens in another room and that this just goes out the window and the window closes huh. and you don't notice it at first um but then you kind of see it out of the corner of your eye the uh the aforementioned uh, pentagram that's on the dining room table. Um, mm-hmm. a pentagram, always a good sign. It's uh, right. It's burning, mm-hmm. and uh, and then Winky snaps his ghost fingers, and uh, strangely, it makes a sound like a whistle. <laughs> uh, and the uh, the pentagram goes out, and uh, Winky and Buck look at Blinky and say, "You found them, and you saved them." Yay. Okay, what about what do we do about that uh that guy out there now? Yeah, the giant robot. I'm sure you guys have so what's up with that, you know? It's um it's something from my this is Buck speaking. From my past that I had hoped would never return. I was researching and uh discovered that you could have a spirit inhabit a a metal hole. Awesome. And uh very cool. How do we how do we stop it, bud? We have to get the spirit out. Uh that poses a incredibly hard task, if you will. Uh 
in my studies, I discovered that the use of metals such as brass or gold or silver would keep an entity of that kind safe from out outside attack. The spirit can leave the robot at free will, but you can't. But we would have to get inside to get it. You, yeah, you can't reach in and pull the ghost out because Got the it. metal prevents you from interacting with it. Well, I have an idea. What if we shocked the robot and then climbed inside to get the spirit out? If you had enough electricity, you could stop the robot for long enough to extract the ghost. But there's not like I mean, an opening. The, the, the ghost goes through the panels into the robot. So it doesn't like right, open right. for you to enter it. So you have to break it open. Oh, so quick question. You said it's made of gold, right? Yes. And like plate glass panel. Okay. Really cool. Second question. Does a flamethrower get hot enough to melt gold, being that gold is so soft? Uh, yes, but I think it would take you time. I think you would have to, like, you know, there would have to be an amount of time to continually to heat it. it. Yeah. yeah, I got would, you. Would give the robot time to do things itself. Hmm. So we just need two things. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if we can hit the robot with a shock at a crucial enough spot that it would stop it for a second, we could get in through that that shock spot, like that crucial area, and just sort of dig our way in and get the ghost out. Because I still have the, um, where's my inventory? Here we are. I still have the uh, spirit bottles. So we can get the ghost, like we can get it out. We just need to stop the robot. Okay. Second question, or third question at this point, would it be prudent to like kite the robot and get it away from the town? Because I don't want it to destroy anything. Uh, I don't know the intent of the robot, but, but their destructive capability is immense. A hulking piece of metal mashing its way through the street. Currently can't be safe. Well, I have climbing gear. Could I climb up to a point on the robot that might be weaker and try and like <sighs> melt my way in? Oh, that is that yeah. is entirely possible. Um, and I have tinkering tools and demolition tools too, so we can I can help with that as well. Brody's got all the tools. I do. <laughs> yeah, that could totally work. Okay, so here's an idea what if i me sorry what if i tried to distract the robot to kite it further away from the town and as we're doing that you can like climb up the robot and start burning your way in like from the back of the head or whatever um and then once we get it far enough i can help you like start trying to take this thing down with some demolition tools or tinkering tools or something. Yeah. Or just use my lightning rod and pretend like my name is Thor. <laughs> well, the lightning rod might get us, um, you know, we could do it a little safer. True. But um, I, I think we could do it. Yeah. Two-man team taking down a giant robot. It seems perfectly feasible. 
Please. Cool. Uh, Let's do this. Uh, so uh, I am. We're we're gonna use the traditional score method here, and we're gonna roll an engagement. Um, the thing that is important is uh, your approach. Um, again, is there's assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, and transport from I guess. The way you're describing the plan, it feels very much like a deception type of thing. Hey, follow me. Pay attention to me. Oh, I see. Okay. This is going on while you're, you know, trying to break in and get the gun. But if you're going the other route and you're going like, I hit it with my lightning rod and you burn a hole in it and we get the ghost, that feels more assault than the other way. Mm. Uh, It doesn't at all feels stealthy to me i, I feel mm-hmm. like you you're gonna go hit a robot <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah okay so what are you thinking do you want to do like the deception plan or the assault plan uh so my line of thinking is we go lightning we kind of have like one shot like if the lightning doesn't work we can't really then like pull the hey look at me yeah while my friend climbs up your back so I think we should start with the deception. Okay. And then if that doesn't work, go to lightning. Okay. That works. Lure, trick, or manipulate. Yeah, that's about it. What is... Four seems correct. All right. I'm going to roll this engagement roll. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, as you have a controlled starting position... Um, Instead of jumping you in there and telling you where you're at and what's going on, I am going to let you essentially tell me where you're at and what you're doing in like starting sequence. So the robot is out on the street walking. um, And uh, yeah, just I guess tell me where you are, what you're doing. How fast is the robot moving? Uh, Like speed in miles per hour somewhere around like five miles per hour oh so very slow um i i'll tell you what i want to do you tell me if this makes sense with like a rock or an apple or just something i can hit the robot with i want to throw something at it to get its attention on me and then start running away from the city yeah okay. uh, yeah uh, you pick up a a loose bit of like the cobble stone that's been broken from this robot walking on it and uh chunk it at at the robot and uh the robot turns and looks at you and looks back at some other people who are like out in the street and uh the other people who are out in the street are like pouring into a building and uh the robot looks you have to get inside and starts like marching towards you <laughs> I look at the robot and go make me and I tear off away from the city. Uh the uh the like uh I guess neon colors uh, kind of centralize in the center start to glow down in the feet of the robot and the robot is picking up speed as it's moved towards you. Oh, it's a big fast boy. Uh yeah. Uh, Ricket, where are you? 
I would like to be like behind some, you know, like maybe a dumpster or something out of direct sight of the robot, but very close to like the path it's going to like cross as it comes by me. So like as it passes me, I'm going to try and like stealthily climb up its back. Okay. Uh, it, um, I guess we reach that point now. It is, uh, it is passing you. Alright, I'm gonna... Can I count this as Prowl? Because I'm traversing stealthily? Uh, yeah, sure. Alright, and I'm I'm gonna push myself. Uh-huh. Um, I will say, uh, it's a risky, risky position. There is some, like, risk if you fail. Fair. I just... Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm pushing myself for three dice, and I'm really trying here. Um... Right, alright. Yes. Uh, yeah. Nice. All right. So now that I'm up there, I'm gonna try first. I'm gonna like tie my little rope around my waist and try to some part of the robot so I don't just like fly off as it's like chasing my friend down and bobbing all over the place. All right. Smart. And then I would like to look for um like a a weak spot. So I guess I'm gonna try and like study it. Yeah. yeah. And. Ooh, I can push myself one more time. Why is why am I getting two stress for every push myself? How much you I, get one stress for assisting, right? Or is it two? I I think you get two for pushing yourself and one for assisting. Okay, I can help you out. Um, I'll assist you, and like while I'm running, I'll just be like pointing out. Try the left ear. Try his nostril. The back of his <laughs> head. I don't know something like that. Okay, I. I feel like this is still important, so I think I should also push myself. Um, so I only have one die for study. Oh yeah, same. Yes. Heck yes. Uh, so I'm trying to yes. spot and pull out the the little butane torch that I brought with me for this, uh, you know, important thing. All right. Uh, yeah, there's a like a part at the top of the robot where you're sort of close to where you're sitting. Uh, looking around, and uh, the panel is uh, the panel is cut in half because like the metal doesn't overlap where like one of the shoulders connects to the back, and so there's like a narrow like cut where the panel was cut and like glued glued together, uh, and uh, so it's not sealed with like the gold like all the other places. It's sort of glued right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because... It just mutters to themselves like craftsmanship. Right. Uh, and yeah. Um, no. The uh, the um robot is is still chasing you down the street. So uh, I am going to have you, I guess, Brody, tell me what you're doing in this like running that is preventing it from catching you. Because just innately running, the robot will catch you at some point. Oh, serpentine, baby. Oh yeah, I'm running in circles. I'm going all over the place, um, but in the general direction of away from the city. But definitely, I'm trying to stay out of the way of its feet um, and confuse it as to where I'm going. Okay, uh, I am going to have you roll something for that. What I don't know. Hmm. Um, Let's see. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing prowl is is the correct thing. That or finesse. Subtle misdirection, the finesse. Thing. Hmm. Uh, but it really could be any of these. You could you could say you're commanding, and that's an entirely. What if I okay? 
is it possible for me to use sway? Like if I'm talking at this robot and going, okay, wait, I'm sorry. How far are we from the town at this point? Uh, you are, so where you found the robot is uh, pretty close to the edge of town, but at the edge of town, uh, you see it now is the barrier that prevents like the ghosts that are like evil, evil from coming in. There's like a force fieldy barrier type thing mm-hmm. at the edge of the, the edge of the city. And uh, you can see you're coming up on it. Uh, so you're maybe a block or two away from like people because okay. people stay away from the edge of the barrier because they're fearful that it'll fall and ghosts will come through. Awesome. So we're we're far enough away that there are no people, right? Yeah. Awesome. So I'm going to slow down, actually, because I don't want the robot to, like, run into the barrier or whatever, because um, I don't want to go over there. But <clears throat> I'm going to slow down and be like, okay, okay, you got me. I'll head back to town. Just slow down. Let's Let's talk about what's going on with the reconciliation. Like, I kind of want to persuade this thing to talk to me so that I can buy Cricket some time to, like, break into the back of its neck or wherever. So would that, could I use, if I use that tactic, would that be sway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have two dice for sway. <clears throat> okay, we'll do, wait a minute. That's not my character sheet. These are my action. There we are. Um, yeah, I'm going to push myself. That's fine. Okay. One, dos. Okay. <sighs> the, the robot slows down and uh, looks confused at the question of what the like reconciliation is and then the uh the glow the neon glow rises up into the into the face of the uh the um robot is the word i'm looking for i don't know why i couldn't find it uh it like rises up into the face of the robot and then you see like the ghost like normal face in like this like uh face area uh and the ghost says the reconciliation is an attempt to reverse the tragedies of the cataclysm by helping spirits to be in control of themselves, much like I'm in control of my. And uh, are you? He <coughs> looks for a second at you and winks, and then the light goes into the right arm of the robot, and the right arm reaches up to grab Cricket. <laughs> Uh, oh. I, I want to hit it with the lightning rod immediately. All right. Uh, I am going to let you do that. Uh, but I was so stealthy. Uh, so, uh, the, I guess, best protocol for this would be to just do a, a, a fortune roll here. The other thing that we could do is, uh, Cricket could roll a resistance roll. Uh, you essentially resist the negative effect and uh essentially what that does is you incur the full uh six stress uh at the start but then you roll a die and whatever you roll on that you subtract from the amount from the six and that's how much stress you get but you completely negate the negative effect Mm. Um, oh i already have so much stress Mm -hmm. i only have room for three more stress 
So you would need to roll at least like a three or higher at the very least. At the very least. What happens if I hit full stress? Don't you incur a trauma? Yeah, you you get trauma. <clears throat> I need to hit a, a four or higher. Yeah. So I'm not traumatized by this event. Right. Um, How do you get rid of trauma? You don't. Therapy? <laughs> Oh, uh, in this game, you you don't. You uh, have that Andrew, what if we write in some therapists? Yeah, can we write in like <laughs> therapists and meds? Like... <laughs> well, I suppose when we sit down and do the script reading next time. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, trauma is weird. Uh, it's just like a permanent thing that you have with you. But Same. trauma is a uh, is a like it's unique to the scenario so like it's limited in its effect on you so like um in this scenario like you get trauma from a giant robot trying to grab you um you know perhaps it is like the fear of robots that you suddenly acquire um and it's not like a concrete like thing it, it's just something that affects your behavior in the similar scenario that makes sense. okay quick question what is the devil's bargain mechanic? Uh, so that is a is a, is a tough question. I also haven't talked about that. Uh, so I can make you a deal, or uh, you can make a deal with each other um, to acquire an extra dice. So essentially, it's like a I offer you. Uh, you can get an extra dice to do the thing that you want to do, except when you do it this happens uh it's it's a yes but type of okay. scenario and yeah it essentially gives you another die to roll um i haven't used it yet mostly because i have with to, uh with resolve resistance roll. okay okay crap i can't i can't do the resistance roll for you is the thing yeah um so i can roll just uh a general fortune. Uh, I mean, it's up to you, Cricket. What are you thinking? You got options, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay, can you remind me of the... It was the resistance roll and what else? Uh, fortune. The resistance roll, the fortune roll, and you can do like a devil's bargain. I can't just like try and dodge? Uh, Big robot hand coming towards me? No. Uh, That's rude. This game doesn't... Uh... <laughs> doesn't have like saving throws or anything uh, so like when negative effects happen you can either resist them uh well actually technically all you can do is resist them. i'm uh doing the fortune roll to because there's an opportunity that the robot doesn't grab you is essentially the fortune okay, roll that's, is that's the fortune roll trying to figure out if the robot is successful uh and then resistance would be the robot is not successful, but have to figure out the stress. Thing. Um. Okay, I'm gonna try and just roll to not have the stress. And like worst case scenario, I'm afraid of robots. Right. And you know, everyone's got a little trauma in their life. Do I just just roll a regular die? Uh. So you would go to the like like resistance and then pick you and then the attribute. What is, uh, I guess this is prowess. Tribute is prowess. Uh, I get two dice? Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, <gasps> Thank the gods. All right, are we ready? All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh. oh by the skin of your chinny chin chin, fam. Holy crap. I don't know. I might still be traumatized. Oh crap, that's right. Because it's full. Let me see. Uh yeah. Uh yeah. I think that's all. What... Yeah, you are. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, we love to yeah, see ya. Let's check one of these. Uh-huh. Uh Rama boxes here. Um, oh, that was a sound effect. Haunted, haunted feel. Haunted by your interaction with this robot. Huh? That seems comfortable. So yeah, you you see like the robot hand coming up, and uh, I think as you're like trying to get away from it, within the panels you glimpse like just the pure the malice that the ghost has for you. Uh, as it's realized that you're on its back. And uh, you can just see the angry, like, raging ghost inside of the thing. And uh, that's where your fear of uh, ghost robots comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But you uh, you managed to stay up there, dodge the, uh, the ghost. <laughs> okay, can I shock it? Yes. Yes. Hit it with the rod. But even, even would be a solid action for it. Uh, Inker, Skirmish, Wreck, uh, a tune. I have nothing for Skirmish or Wreck. Yeah, let's do a tune. I have stuff for a tune. Let's do a tune. That sounds All great. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you can roll in a tune and roll. Nice. Let's do it. I'm not going to push myself because I... Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you... You hit the robot with the um, with the thing, and uh, it like neon colors erupt in like this uh, like mix of like just light flashing all over the robot. And cricket, you feel the robot falling, and you're you know you're tied up there, so you're able to hang on to the robot. Yeah, can I like as it's about to like hit the ground, kind of do that, like, jump up thing, so I'm not, like, I don't have all that momentum, I'm kind of canceling it out, and I'm just, I'm not just crashing down to the ground. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you're able to stay up there, uh, and the robot just kind of crumbles into the ground, uh, and, yeah, the neon light is just going everywhere, uh, and, uh, yeah, um, it's about this time that, uh, the, like, glue holding those panels together is like finally broken apart and uh uh, from the look of it cricket you think if you were to hit it hard enough that like you could knock those panels out uh but like the panel themselves aren't like close to melting they're just like burnt well i want to hit it do you want a sledgehammer yeah yeah i've got one all you bro all right all you (laughs) um give it a good whacking yeah uh i don't know precisely what you want to call it uh rolling uh wise uh is thwack a roll i mean wreck is <laughs> unleash savage force is what wreck says yeah that sounds about right uh, oh you have no points in wreck uh, no but for some reason i have two dice uh yeah so you get whenever you don't have a thing you get two dice but you keep the lower one. Oh, oh boo uh, that's funny all right well Two sixes. Let's go. Um. Actually. Oh wait. Well. Well. Oh. Sorry. Let me. Uh. I'll give you. Uh. I'll give you the five. Uh, <gasps> actually. 
Because I was going to say I was going to give you a dice for uh, having a sledgehammer because I think that oh, aids you in your, nice. in your ability. So I'll, I'll just give you five because it's the first die you rolled. So you rolled one. Die. I think that's fair. Uh, so, nice. yeah, uh, you smash through the panels, they sort of break in and uh, the uh, the light is still like shooting all around inside the rope. Very scrambled. Uh, what are we doing? Now? I want to trap the thing in a spirit bottle. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're, I guess, moved towards the robot. The, uh, the, uh, what is, what is a good one? Oh, the... I have a lightning hook and two spirit bottles. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have you roll in a tune and we'll just count that as like hooking it and getting it in the bottle. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, let's go for it. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you hook the uh, this crazy neon energy, and it constitutes back into a, like a singular ghost, and you're able to jam it into the bottle. And uh, it's at that moment, with uh, multiple mixed successes, that uh, you hear it the first time. The robot is ticking. Oh. No. Okay, run, run fast, run far, run fast. Uh, yeah, um, if, uh, yeah, if you both run, uh, he, uh, is, is, uh, yeah, you both run away, and, uh, the ticking stops, and, uh, you see, coming around the corner, another robot. What? And, uh, that robot picks this robot up on Now its, I'm scared of them. On its back, and, uh starts to march towards like somewhere uh, that's not directly towards you just like picks up the robot marches away and uh huh. from i guess just the look of it it seems like this ticking is like a a beacon that tells the other robots when another one has like fallen that's not creepy uh and uh yeah, yeah that robot kind of carries the other robot away off into the distance and uh he uh yeah that's 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 that i think gee uh, whiz i yeah we we call it there he wrecked a robot that's pretty awesome uh, <laughs> scared of robots well yeah now you're terrified of robots forever uh, <laughs> but Which, uh, you know was a fear i didn't really think was gonna come into play so <laughs> i risked it for the biscuit yeah. The fear of robos. Um, I will also research and see if there is a way to somewhere in the book get rid of trauma. But as far as I know, it's a permanent thing. And the only other thing that's important about it is if you get four of them, you have to retire your character. Oh, pick uh, so, it. Uh, yeah. Um, that's uh much it. Uh, I guess I'll I'll throw some more counters into this reconciliation yeah because now that you that know, happened now that you know what's going on okay i got a boogie y'all all right thanks for this playing was fun. Pasta, pasta. next week bye